All right, everybody, welcome to episode 20 of the Unpaid and Underrated podcast. The episode, the podcast about crew, for crew, by crew, and where I just mess up words sometimes, and that's just what I do. Um, joined uh, tonight by Big Keith. Big Keith, and that's Big Joey. And of course, we're also joined by uh, this beer. So, uh, you know, let's just kill the elephant in the room. We don't have a guest this week. Um, we had somebody planned. Something happened. They're not here. It doesn't matter. I'm sure they'll tell you about it when they need to. So as it stands right now, what are you drinking? I, in honor of last week's uh, grapefruit talk and all that fun sex talk we had with that, I had, uh, <laughs> had a nice grapefruit. Oh, no. I heard. Oh, you froze right, right hard there. So I think you said grapefruit bubbly. Yep. Grapefruit. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. There it is. A pomplamoose. Uh, I have a puppers. I don't know what that is. Well, it is as heard and seen on Letterkenny. It is the official beer of Letterkenny. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm like six months removed from the last time I watched one of those episodes. So it's like. All the inside jokes are starting to trickle away. Yeah, Dad, uh, they their beer here is brewed around here, so it's pretty easily accessible to us. And uh, yeah, and again, I got my wife packed me a nice, fun cooler. But I also have to test my uh, deadlifts tomorrow, apparently in Juggernaut again. And I don't know if we're going to get to everything she packed because I need to be a person tomorrow. You, you you train a lot of days back to back. Looks like too. Is that just kind of how your work schedule is? You just juggernaut wants you to train three or four days a week, and you just however you kind of fit it in. It doesn't really matter if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, no, it's usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, sometimes I'll skip Friday for Saturdays. Um, but that's yeah, that's just how it I can goes. do four days in a row. Like I don't even like training two days in a row. Like I don't know. It's just my old man body doesn't love that. The way that my work schedule goes, uh, training on weekends is difficult because mm-hmm. we're only open a certain amount of time. So I have to be there. I can't go in later. Like I do on the days that we're open later. Makes sense. So if I have to work that day, I have to work during the day and I'm not getting up at four 30 on a Saturday to work out. I'm not working out at 7 PM. So it's gotta be done during the week. Yeah. I don't blame you with that. I need like, I have a, I have a kind of a hard cut off. Like if I'm not in the gym by six, six thirty, like I, yeah, I'm just caught that, that, that day is over. Like yeah. that training day just isn't going to happen. So the latest I like to be in a gym is like, I mean, if I have the big lift parties and people are over, we'll go to like eight thirty nine sometimes, but that's yeah. just cause like people have just been there for like four hours and there's just people in and out. But yeah, my personal lift. Yeah. It's like a two and a half hour window, but it better start no later than six, six thirty. Yeah, if it's if it's anything past four o'clock, I just it's not happening today. Makes sense, and that's just because like I just it just messed my sleep up. I did it like a couple times and couldn't sleep later, and it wasn't like I I wasn't taking pre workout or anything. So it's just like no, I think my body just doesn't want to do that. Um, what are you wearing? I am wearing a lift shirt. The uh, you know the oh, I can't think of the name. What the hell they used to call it back in the day? The weekend. Oh. I'm butchering it. The, the weekend, weekend warrior, warrior shirt. Yeah. yeah, for some reason I and I'm looking at you. I don't see a Massonomics shirt, I don't think. I just nope. see some uh I see some It's Lift Evil. Oh, I saw it was like the tentacle parts kind of I was like, what the hell is that? Is it like a dragon back <laughs> scale? No, no, it's Lift Evil. It's the Macho Man one. It's the Lift Evil Death Crew. Nice. 
I was wearing lift hard, be kind earlier and showers had to happen. And you don't put a dirty shirt on after you shower unless you're a weirdo or a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was, uh, my lady was out of town. My wife was out of town last night uh, for a work thing. And I'm like, I very seldom have the house to myself. And I just, I had ambitions of working out and being productive. And I literally came home. I was super tired. I sat on the couch for like eight hours and maybe got up to eat dinner. <laughs> it was the, <laughs> to the point that I like, uh, I had a pretty light day at work. So I, was, I wasn't stinky. Oh, wasn't stinky or anything when I got home. So I, uh, I just straight up didn't take a shower. It was like the first time I think in the last like year that I just didn't take an evening shower. It was very uh, odd when I woke up and I was like, I'm still wearing my work shirt. Whereas I'm usually just in like a generic t-shirt. So it kind of threw me off. Well, that's one of the things I was going to mention when I said, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Cause like, um, I mentioned to you earlier today, if I have some time, I'll sit in front of the screen and I'll, I'll try and edit some of your documents. Uh, but let me tell you, being the only person in the house that isn't sick, I got no time. Like my dad needed some help. We ended up under the deck and in the basement installing like new piping. And then from there I had to go into the city cause I was out of beer and we didn't everything for dinner. And like, it was just, so I did not get a chance to sit down and do anything on a screen. Yeah, I just kind of feel that uh, I had to work alone today. So when I work with someone else, usually we'll share the van and I can like kind of just on the drive back. I'm, I'm always riding shotguns so I can get a lot of shit done. But when I'm driving both ways, it's like I never get a chance to uh, actually both Well, I wish your Wi-Fi worked a little better. That's the that's another freeze we had for you there. But that's OK. That's OK. Um, we're all a little, uh, confused right now because we've been joined by somebody that we don't, doesn't usually join us. So, uh, did you want to say hi? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? All right. We can hear you. Uh, I just want to say long time listener, first time caller. I would normally not recognize there that there are any other podcasts, but, uh, this is now in the Massonomics, greater Massonomics universe. So it does. This is one of the only other podcasts that exists, but there are no others still. Love it. Love it. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for that. That's uh, our ad read, not, I guess. I'll, yeah, I'll, hang up, I'll hang up and uh, listen to the rest uh, next Tuesday. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. <laughs> thanks, Sam. <Yeah. laughs> that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, so I got a little thing here I want to touch on. So uh, front squats. I haven't really done a ton of front squats. No, I just, I, so my, my experience with them has been uh minimal, but mm-hmm. I've got a little medical issue. I'm kind of working around. I won't really go into detail on that until I get some answers, but uh, probably not going to be putting a barbell on my back for, you know, the immediate future. So I'm not going to not squat. Uh, and even the SSB just, I, I just can't put anything on my back. currently. So, you know, yeah, I'm going to do front, I'm going to try to do a block front squat. Squats, maybe try zerker squats, maybe we'll see. But uh, wow, my, my quads were hurting for like two days uh, in like a different kind of thing too. Because like when I when I squat, I'm pretty quad dominant when I squat, but I'm still obviously engaging a lot of hamstring and a lot of glutes. Mm-hmm. When I did front squats, like it was, I had like zero hamstring and zero glute engagement. So just time to having that weird feeling of like, well, my ass doesn't hurt, my hamstrings doesn't hurt, but like my quads have this like, enormous pump. So I'm kind of curious of what I can do. I think uh, I, I pushed my single to like 63%, maybe something mm-hmm. like that. So I'm to try to get that up closer to like 70 ish in the next couple, you know, if I actually do like a full month block or something and actually test it in a few weeks, see if I can like, you know, put 20 or 30 pounds on that and get a little closer to a higher percentage. But 
that's about it on that uh, for front squats. But you're not a fan. No, and um, you know, I used to have really decent mobility, uh, but I just I can't for the life of me figure out how to do a front squat. I've tried the zombie arms, I've tried the cross, I've tried the straps, and none of it's comfortable. It all ends up sliding down my arms or or something like that. So no, I don't like front squats. If I was in your position, I'd be doing trap bar and I'd be wasting my money on a belt squat belt. Like that's what I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. I would not be doing front squats. Just end up with like clavicle bruises and neck bruises, and people are going to think my wife beats me. So no, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely not doing those. So kudos to you for for committing to that because that's not that's not up my alley. So if it does end up turning into something that's more than like a month or two um, for you know however my medical issue ends up panning out, uh, they make front squat harnesses. Basically, mm-hmm. it's like a yoke that you wear. I've and seen it's got them. little yeah. So I could at least wear that and. You know, I could buy the shitty Titan one for a hundred bucks and, you know, sell it for 50 bucks in like six months if it's, you know, not what I want. And if it allows me to front squat more weight without fucking up my shit, because I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the arms cross guy. Uh, and that's fine for like doing like sets of five and like, you know, RP seven, but when I'm pushing something heavier, just no matter what, the bar starts to roll down a little bit and it's almost turning into a record no matter what. Uh, so yeah, yeah. It's very uh, interesting little thing, but uh, I've been just, you know, have just just having fun in the gym. That'll that'll lead me to one little quick point. Um, People, um, I don't know. Okay, so your opinion on little mini PRs? I'm a huge fan. I track everything. Like today, I had a two. I had a two and a half pound triple PR on my Paul's bench. Like I had to break it down to like so many different like you know variations of it. But you know, I had a shitty day. Came home. I knew what I needed to hit to chip that PR because my, my coach even starts putting in my my assignment uh, basically of like, this would be your PR for if you go touch and go. This is if you do paused. And I was like, hmm, can I chip that and still keep it in a reasonable amount of, of uh, RPE range that he called out? And sure enough, you know, just uh, that's why I've got those uh, strength go 1.25s from uh, Big Grant and uh, super awesome. You know, if anyone needs if anyone's ever like looking for an extra way to kind of kind of break a plateau or just get over a hump or you know micro load just highly recommend having 1.25s like that's just they're so cheap and to me it's just logical to you know you're not always going to make a five pound jump so i enjoy it that's fun i i I don't i set prs at meets I don't because I'm on juggernaut juggernaut just does not want you to do single rep PRs just like calm down. Right. So it, again, I mentioned earlier, like they have me testing my deadlifts again tomorrow. I swear I did it two weeks ago and I don't know why I'm doing it again. (laughs) Um, but you know, we'll figure it out. And if I die, I die. I've had, my hamstrings have just been tight and unmovable lately. Like even bench hurt today. So at the same time, if I don't feel it, I'm not doing it, but it'll have me doing like a three rep. Like it'll say, well, here's your 80%. Do it for three, see how it feels. And if that's a 10, then you haven't gone up. But if it's not a 10 and you feel like you had more in you, then, then, you know, we think you can do more. Uh, I actually lost about 30 pounds off my max the last time I tested my deads because I just couldn't lift things that mm. day. But I mean, that's what happens when you, you know, if you're listening to this and you've got kids and they're going to kindergarten, you're going to be sick. Just get over it. You're going to be sick for the first like month <laughs> and then you'll be fine and then they'll get sick and then they'll be fine and you'll get sick. And this is your life for some time. 
you know, I wonder if big Chad and big uh, Mitch were, were, were talking about you. And they were like, they, you know, they, they decided that, you know, a, a, after you hanging out with big Mitch this weekend, that you had to uh, pull a big deadlift. So maybe <laughs> uh, Mitch, Mitch and big Chad, Wesley Smith uh, did a little collusion. Yeah. We'll blame them. Um, yeah. I, I heard about this deadlift challenge. It's at pure muscle and fitness and pure muscle and fitness is apparently one of the biggest, greatest gyms in Canada. And it's right around the corner from my work. And I had no clue it existed. Uh, people have told, like, I swear people have said, dude, you got to try this. And I'm just like, get out of here. I got my home gym. I'm not going to no commercial gym. Um, but I heard about this deadlift challenge because Jujimofu was going to be there. Jujimofu, whatever you call him. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'll be in Burlington for this deadlift challenge. I was like, deadlift challenge? Well, that sounds like a thing I want to attend. So... And, you know, I went to, I moved my schedule around so that I could work and then go after work. And yeah, I walk in and there's Mitch Hooper. It was incredible. Like I went up, um, I also saw Elizabeth Small's deadlift 505. She was uh, incredible. Uh, I stuck around for the under 200. Um, the Green Ranger was there, Kyle. Uh, he's a, he's a bodybuilder um, with special needs and he's going to, he's going to set some records, I think this year. Um, he's, he was awesome to watch a lot of, oh, nice. well, the whole thing was a charity, right. For the Canadian down syndrome, um, society. So there was a lot of special needs left. So it was dope. Like cheering, cheering everybody on was amazing, but also, yeah, I just walked right up and I was like, Hey, you're Mitch Hooper. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, just, you know, we <laughs> talked about how, um, I went to Lift Hard Live Easy. He gave me free shipping on a bunch of shirts because we were driving through his town. He's like, well, I don't have an office. Here's free shipping. So, you know, to make up for it, um, asked him when he's going to be on Massonomics. And he was like, I thought we had something lined up and then it just fell through. He's like, get them to reach out again. Cause like, if they can pick the right day, I'll be there. Oh, nice. And then I thought, damn, should have got him on my podcast first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that was it. Like, I didn't really want to like bother the guy because he was there, you know, supporting. And he was, it was so cool to watch because there was some, there was a couple there, a couple kids there that were like under the 200 pounds and, uh, like we're just starting to deadlift. I think the one guy, this was his third week deadlifting, right? And he put in his third attempt at like 365, and Mitch looks up at him and goes, 375. And the kid's like, I don't know, man. And then I went, 375 so like me and mitch are both telling this kid from either side of him like you're doing 375 and he got it up like toast it was awesome um there was a jade the kid there jaden 18 years old pulled 600 couldn't lock it in he got it up he wasn't sure he would even get it up but he couldn't lock it in and i even told him i was like that wasn't a strength issue that was a technique issue you're not you're not locking out on your way up you're saving your lockout for the top end and i was like you had that easily so good for that kid. Like he was, that was killer to watch. And that was it. That was like the deadlift challenge. It was packed. The energy was incredible. Um, I kicked myself honestly for not signing up. Like I wouldn't have <laughs> won anything under the, like there were people there, honestly, pulling over 700 and they weighed in at like 199. Jeez. And it's like, you cut to get into this weight class so that you could beat us all. And that's fine. That's the name of the game because there was cash prizes. But like, also, yeah, not sure I'm going to really respect that game. Good pull, but stay in your own weight class. 
Now, was it like a rising bar? Like, you know, you, it just makes 50 pound jumps or something and you pop in where you think you can do it. And then once you miss, you're out. No, 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 no. It was, you had three attempts and a fourth attempt if you nailed all three. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, it was, it was really awesome to watch. And uh, yeah, like I said, I sat down and this guy was sitting next to me and he goes, I was wearing, um, the get a grip shirt. I wore the mass numbers, get a grip shirt. And this, the guy beside me goes, are you competing? I was like, Oh no, not today. And he goes, why? And I was like, I started doing like the thing, like, remember the Kevin Hart, like it's in my checking and I moved from my checking to my savings. That takes a couple of days. <laughs> and then I was like, honestly, man, I just screwed up. I honestly just found out about this this week. I can't think of a good reason I'm not up there right now because I definitely wouldn't have won, but I would have placed. That would have been fun too. Stuff like that. Like that's still like just more powerlifting experience. And you probably could have made some, you know, I'm sure you met a bunch of people, but even like once you're, when you're competing, you kind of like even meet more people and like you're more prone to follow those guys and potentially like go work out with them sometime, or at least just have more people in your corner supporting you on Instagram. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's, that's never a bad thing to have people, you know, those likes can definitely uh, give you that endorphins. Yeah, definitely. I, I will very likely be there next year in one capacity or another. It sounds like it was very awesome to watch. Speaking of something that would have been very awesome to watch, uh, it's been about two weeks since uh, the sister podcast is YouTube has put out anything other than a podcast. You know, we're over here patiently waiting. I don't know if it was just me or they're like they kept changing the uh, the event dates or the event title of like when the next video was going to come out. Because I could have swore we were supposed to get the chicken bake like a week and a half ago and then some some other video was supposed to come out. And now they're just like. You know, I'm just, I keep looking at it. I'm like, huh, I could have swore that said something else. And yeah, I think it was uh, 13 days today since the last uh, one hit. So where are you guys at? What you been doing? You know, we, we enjoyed those YouTube videos. Well, we know where you're at. You're out and uh, you're heading to uh, go hang out with big Dave Tate. And uh, was it Mike? Is it, was, it, was it Mike Israel they were hanging out with, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dr. Mike. Right with that wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I mean, they're probably just, they know they've got a lot of content to edit when they get back from that. They're probably going to get at least two or three videos. So I'm sure there's some good ones coming up and there's definitely some chicken bake controversy on the macros. They, they might be waiting <laughs> to actually, I don't, I don't know if either of them actually had one yet. So they might be trying to find one on this trip possibly since they're going to be like, you know, in the uh, Midwest a little bit. If only somebody from the sister podcast had been on our podcast about five minutes ago for us to ask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> completely drew a blank on that didn't we no it throws me for a loop whenever anyone logs in and it's like the screen gets because like the screen appears first before like the face shows up and you're, yeah i was like oh it's it's i was like 90 percent sure it's gonna be aaron and i'm like oh no it's it's uh one of those so but that's always cool so when they when they, they uh, pop in on us uh i have not noticed the lack of youtube videos because i rarely get to watch them as it is um <laughs> so that's that's me admitting to my fault there. Um, but I did not miss the debut of the orange glaze on Instagram. <laughs> um, not sure what's going on there. Don't know who it is. I have my ideas. I've got my druthers, you know, I've got all of that, but no, I, I don't know who it is. I don't know what's going on in their head. They're having some fun. Uh, as long as it stays lighthearted, I'm a fan. That's all I can say. Like it's yeah, I agree. It's funny. It's going great. Um, but you know, as long as it stays lighthearted. Yeah, if they start taking any like cheap shots or anything, I think we'll all just be like, yeah, that's enough. But uh, 
I think I think I've got a couple opinions on who it is, but I'm not I don't want to share or even kind of like confirm because it's like it it's basically a bit now. We don't know who it is. Same thing with the other couple, you know, you know, meme you know, the essential parody and meme accounts. Like it's more fun not knowing who it is, because once you know who it is and it's kind of like the joke's over, it's not fun yeah. anymore. It's not it's 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 like it doesn't have any allure at that point. It's just kind of like, oh, that's that 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 that's what's his face. So now it's kind of cool that it's is, you know mysterious so i did you know i think i saw it what is it today so today's wednesday so i saw it tuesday morning before i even saw the like that the podcast had hit because i like the first thing i do every time every tuesday morning i so I, I always specifically try to wake up 10 minutes an extra 10 minutes early so i can get on and make the story and then share it to my own and tag it and you know because I, I i you know i'm really anal when i have like uh the uh the story there first so everyone knows to click on the link if they haven't seen it yet and then it's uh for just the the archive functionality because it's like the only thing that i have on our our instagram's highlight reel is just like that story from every single guest so you know and once that hits 100 we'll just start a new highlight so because you only have 100 highlights or 100 stories per highlight so that's kind of the only thing i want to reuse those for so that's like this like the first thing i got to do is just get that posted every morning and then i i saw that i had this uh had been tagged in a couple videos and had a new follower on like all all three of my all three of our accounts and i was like hmm and it was like oh that's that that that's definitely my face and that's my name. So it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, also, spoiler to everybody listening. Um, uh, I was doing the Instagram. Um, but my patience for that kind of stuff was pretty slim. Uh, so Keith did take over most of the Instagram duties. And I I, I kind of, I will jump on every once in a while to check on things. Um, but I find it's better if there's one voice. Right. And then like something weird happened the other day where like I went to like, I was on our, the unpaid one and Jen Daminger posted something and I was like, Oh, I better like that. And, but I ended up unliking it as the podcast. (laughs) And I had to message Jen and be like, Hey, it's Joey. I screwed up. I'm on the wrong account. And like, that's another reason where I think two people running the podcast, the Instagram, like it doesn't really uh, jive. So usually if you're talking to somebody now, it's Keith. Occasionally it's me. And I think you will notice when it's me because like today's Q and a question, I put up uh, (laughs) a very silly image and most of you won't know what it's from. Those of you that do know what it's from will know that was me that put that up there. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with sharing however the duties are on that. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm really, I'm big on the polls, the polls that I like to do because if anyone follows my other accounts, I've, I've been doing polls for fucking years. It's just, it's a quick, easy way to get engagement and like keep your followers. Ha- not, you know, you know, it's, it's fun. Like I like answering poll questions, big poll guy, yeah, I, you know, big poll guy yeah, over big, there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I'm an average poll guy, but I do like polls. <laughs> That's all. I, yeah. You were looking at me like I was gonna say something, and all I could think is just, uh, you were just like I'm really into polls. I love polls, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but we get a, we get a decent amount of engagement. The one thing I'm always confused when I'm like, all right, well, like 150 people viewed it, and then like 30 people went with the poll, and I was like, you guys just you just you just clicking through. You're like, fuck these guys. I don't care. Or like you're actively seeing it, and you're like, you know, I'm not gonna answer that. But 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 that's not that's not exclusive to our 
podcast Instagram, like all my Instagrams do that. Like I could have 500 people view it and like still only get like a hundred reactions from people or a hundred interactions. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, people just, uh, you know, some people just aren't, aren't, aren't into answering polls. I don't think Joey actually answered the, the zombie apocalypse. You have, you have the zombie pop, like I posted the zombie one for you almost, and I don't think you responded to it. I got to kick out of that. No, and and it's it's this thing of social media where you're just doom scrolling, like you're just clicking through to click through. And I think I've said it on this podcast before: is you can always tell when somebody's doing that because they look at their phone almost like like just dead, like dead face. Um. You know, I we talked last week about being neurospicy and having to mask is something that, you know, people who are a little neurospicy have to do where you have to pretend to fit in sometimes. And if you've ever seen somebody like that take off that mask, that's the face that everybody makes when they're doom scrolling. Um, it was a university professor that pointed it out because he said he can look up and he can see each one of you that are on Facebook. Because you're, you stop masking and you just look completely emotionless staring at your computer. And that's what it is. It's like, they're not even reading the poll. They're just, they're just going through trying to get the next hit of serotonin. And, you know, again, anti-influencer influencer, love Instagram. I'm on Instagram all the time, but I'll tell you a million reasons why not to be on Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you oh. All my friends got together without me. Well, that's cool. Kind of makes me sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, speaking of friends, uh, friend of friend, friend of the podcast, fellow crew, Big Jeff is going to help out a little bit here. Uh, he is going to be the first official unpaid intern of the Unpaid and Underrated podcast. He is on sticker duty uh, for at least a while. Um, I've got extremely overwhelmed with life and the podcast and many other things. And kind of reached out for some help, just literally mailing stickers out. I've got a list of like seven, eight, nine people that I just haven't sent stickers to that have been on the podcast. So, you know, I asked for some help. Uh, a couple guys volunteered. Jeff was the first one. So I think I sent him like 15 uh, unpaid and underrated podcasts. And, um, you know, hopefully he's going to be able to reach out to everyone. All the uh, past guests that don't have a sticker yet, get their address, you know, spend the dollar on the stamp and ship them out for us. So we really appreciate you, Jeff. And uh, yeah, thank you. That's incredible. Thanks, Jeff. Um... Yeah, I sent Scant an entire care package, and and like a handwritten note. He still hasn't acknowledged it on the social media. Yeah, like he didn't post <laughs> anything. He was like, "Oh, I forgot." And I was like, "Okay." Uh, but like, yeah, I sent an entire care package of like some of my favorite brands from the area, and and you know our stickers, some other stickers, some obsidian ammonia stickers. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of, um, there's only. Three people, I think, that have been on every episode of the Unpaid and Underrated podcast. And that'd be you. That'd be Matt. And that's actually it. You and Matt are the only people that have been on every episode. Um, So this is our first time not having a guest. It's just going to be me and you for the next half an hour, 45 or something like that. Um, But there is one thing we have been talking about, and that's kind of letting some of the... um, the inmates take over the asylum in, in November and December. Um, apparently there's a lot of bassist talk going on on this podcast. Like we had a lot of bassists and, you know, we might just give them a round table. I don't know if me and you are going to like have a hands off on that one, but I know that I said before I work retail and I work commission retail. So 
that last weekend, that Black Friday weekend, it's not going to be easy for me to set aside two hours to record a podcast. That that could cost me five hundred dollars. So yeah, that makes sense. That's that's a it's a big chunk of change to put on hold for. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we've ever had a, only two hours invested into this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it, even our hour and a half episodes between like pre and post, it was still well over two. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just uh, we'll see about that, and that's you know probably the inevitable um, evolution of this podcast is. You know, you and I do intend on, on doing this as long as we can, but there's going to be times we can't. And there will just when we go, hey, crew, it's your podcast. Can you help? And they will. And this sounds like one of those times where I think we can get something really cool going out of it. But yeah, you guys are going to be the driving force. Like if you if you're a bassist or you and like two or three other guys have a general topic you want to talk about for an hour and a half. Like, I mean, yeah, put it together. Approach it. Uh, say hey this is what we want to do like you know dm each other get it all figured out use the discord obviously like i would love to hand over an episode or two especially during the holidays i know that's kind of selfish on our behalf but like we've put the last 22 weeks of this i think we deserve a break every now and then if you guys want to actually have an episode so you know and if not we'll just have a short episode or maybe we'll have to skip a week here and there uh ideally we're not skipping a week but it is what it is we'll put something together if we can but you know if you've ever wanted to you know, kind of run the show for, you know, a week, let us know. Yeah. And also like, if you just have a normal person job and can show up on black Friday week, <laughs> that might help too. Right. Like I just, I don't have a normal person job. Even if I just do a, a you know, yeah, I could do a round table with a couple other guys too. Where he's like, I mean, I'd love to have a week off here and there, but uh, you know, it kind of is what it is, but on a, I think anytime it's anytime we probably, they don't have the core me and you we probably wouldn't be an interview based episode i think we'll save that for when it's us for the most part uh yeah and that's fine probably just because it's a lot of work you know uh but if you know we have different different filler di- different dudes filling in we can just have a general topic and just kind of talk about themes or throw up the q a again but yeah let, let us know guys there's 300 other crew so you know just because we're the driving force doesn't mean we own the place um yep. I was I got one in here, and you know sometimes we take um, really controversial subjects. Yeah, this one uh, was surprised that was you. Well, yeah, um, I've said it. I don't know if I've said it out loud before, but um, I think Randy Travis is probably the best love songwriter that I have ever heard. His Every, all the music he wrote and sang, like I was, I was just sitting outside having a cigar. I think last night. I don't even think I was having a cigar. And um, "Forever and Ever, Amen" came on, and that song's untouchable. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering, like, hey, crew, Keith included, because you're here answering. Like, what is the best love song? Do you even do you have a wedding song? My wife and I, um, I think I've said before, we were married in secret, um, but we do have a song that we said, you know would be our wedding song and it was in a week by hosier because when we first got together that was like our song between us but yeah just randy travis that forever and ever amen he's got the on the other hand song like that dude can write love songs and i would be hard pressed to hear anybody that writes better love song than him i believe my co-host is frozen because 
Yeah, he's just making the same face and coming in and out. So I assume he has something to say about this subject. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to you about our sister podcast, Massonomics. This week's episode is brought to you by Massonomics.bingo, a game created to follow along with the world's strongest podcast. Each week, you will get a new board to follow along on the podcast. If you hear something from the podcast that's on your board, click the square. And if you get a bingo, screenshot the page, post it to your story on Instagram, and tag Massonomics. You can find the most recent episode of the Massonomics podcast on your local and favorite streaming platforms. So remember, that's Massonomics.bingo. Head on over and play along. Hey, buddy. I'm here. Hey, welcome, welcome back. back. I just decided to do an ad read. Yeah, my uh, my Wi-Fi, it, it, it inherited some of uh, Tommy's features, I guess, uh, and decided to not like me. I don't really know why, but I'm just going to go remote and just sit on my front porch, honestly, because I just feel like I'm louder when I'm on my phone, so I don't want to wake my wife, wake my wife up, and it's you know nice 50 outside, so I was chilling on the porch for a half hour. All right, all right. So if it's a little dark on the video, I'm 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 here, but you might not be able to see me. But to get to your question, uh, favorite love song as far as like wedding specifically, like our yeah, wedding just, song, just when we favorite dance love to... song, maybe your wedding song too. Give me both. Well, eh, I'd, have, I'd have to think about love song. I just went right to the wedding because you had the wedding in parentheses. I think so. Plant uh, black when I said I do. Um, it was like our 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 wedding song. We danced to it, and it's very sentimental. Still, our 15 year wedding anniversary is in two weeks, and you know, for the last 15 years, give or take, at least twice a year, we'll play that song and just, you know, dance in the living room for, you know, a minute or two, you know, so that's just, well, that song will always hold a uh, special place in our hearts. All right, well, I don't know what it was. I was just sitting out there staring at the setting sun and that song came on and I was just like, damn, that's a good song. Well, if I you enjoy some Randy Travis, though. Sorry. Yeah, you want and his voice and everything all combined it's a damn good song all right so do you want to rate last week's episode last week's episode oh what was last week's episode i did not put in the notes what it was give me a sec who the heck was the guest or no that was just them no that yeah okay so that was the uh the guest couldn't make it last minute i think so they just did a two-man show like we are uh and they, they tricked us, too, because they, they kicked us off the goddamn Discord at that 45-minute mark, you know, and said, oh, we got to get our guest on the horn. And then they just continued to shoot the shit for another hour and a half and really had no funny. guests. So, yeah, I was like, you bastards. I really thought they were going to get uh, the, the the crew that had the uh, tattoo, uh, but that didn't that ended up not happening. So I'm still – I know – I think we all know who it is at this point. Uh, I don't know if the cat's out of the bag or not, but when I asked on on YouTube – Tanner posted a picture of a bell, so that's pretty obvious who, who it is. So, but he hasn't, you know, I think Big Dan hasn't really been doing a ton on social media lately. So, I don't know. I guess Tanner's just waiting for him to actually post it himself. But we'll see. It's it's actually Mark. It's actually Mark Bell. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're all going to be mad, and I'm going to scrape mine off. That would be horrible. I'd be like, all right, I guess I'm uh, canceling my. I'm running a start. That would actually make me charge back the fucking <laughs> charge know, my, back. my supporting membership. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to end it all right there. All right. So you're giving it what? Uh, five out of five. Five? All right. Um, yeah, we'll give it five. I haven't managed to get through all of it because, of course, family full of sick people. I have had almost zero time to do any 
podcasting, TV watching, anything. So, um, I forget the last thing. The last part I heard, I think, was them kicking everybody off and then saying, "Surprise, no guest." And just for that surprise alone, I'm going to give it a five. That was awful fun of them. Nice. Well, I guess they deserve it. <laughs> All right. Um, so we put it out on Instagram today, and we're still getting some responses, but I'm I'm, I'm cutting it down right now. This is the end. We're going to answer these questions now, and then we're going to drop the story. Um, so I'm going to read some of these Q&A, and I think we can both kind of take some time to uh, to answer each question. How are you feeling? Is your Wi-Fi tapped in? You tapped in? I should be on. I should be on mobile data. So hopefully we're all good. All right. Uh, so the first question comes from the Orange Glaze. What do you think of fan pages on Instagram? <laughs> I feel like we answered this one earlier. Yeah, I think we basically covered it. Uh, don't want to beat a dead horse, but uh, yeah. Well, the 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 jury's still out. You know, that's up to you on how you on what you do over the next couple months, but. Uh, Definitely don't want to beat a dead horse in the Massonomics universe. It's not a thing we would ever no. do. <laughs> no, but that was, uh, I'm, I am excited to see where else, where, where it goes, I guess. All right. Um, also from the orange glaze, Halloween is this month. What are some of your favorite scary movies? That also might be a giveaway as to who the orange glaze is. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. Um, <laughs> scary movies. I mean, I've seen them. I've seen like you know, you get the, the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Like they're a little too like freaky for me. You know the the Jason movies, the Friday Thirteenth. Those are those have some decent ones, but uh, I don't know. I I grew up. I guess I'll I kind of reminisce to what I grew up with. So like Screams, and I know what you did last summer. They're not great mm-hmm. movies, but kind of growing up with them, it's just like. Like I'm more prone to watch something like that just because they're nostalgia. But you know, there's like 20 different Halloween movies. I never really loved the Halloween, but I'll I'll toss one on every couple of years, like on the on the actual Halloween weekend. I I've said it on the podcast before that Paranormal Activity I think is is one of the top. Um, I have always been a fan of Rosemary's Baby. I wouldn't don't know if that would be a horror movie or a thriller, but Rosemary's Baby is definitely one of the top tier ones. It's a thing I care about. I mean, I have horror movie night, right? Where everybody goes to bed and I tell my wife, like, I'm checked out for two hours. I'm watching a scary movie with my headphones in tonight. And I watch a scary movie every week. Um, the Maybe the reason that we're being asked this is because I did, when I posted the, the question, I used a scene from Hereditary um, with the smiling naked man in the bathroom or in the closet. Ah. Uh, that's what that scene was from. Because Hereditary was a great movie. Last week I watched Talk to Me, which I feel like I liked. I really enjoyed while watching it. Um, reminiscing about it. Don't know how much I loved it. Um, so probably Paranormal Activity and Rosemary's Baby. And then there's one that we've talked about in the Discord. And it's almost like a curse to say it. And it's called Bone Tomahawk. Um. That is a movie that has scarred me. I watched it once by myself during the day. Like there was no like weird creepiness around me. 
And there are scenes from that that are so traumatic that I will never watch that movie again. And I don't encourage anybody to watch that movie. And I know saying that means that some of you are going to go and watch it. It's disgusting. It's just not a good, it's just not a great thing to look at. Um, so I would say that that probably because of that, it did its job, right? Like that makes it a scary movie because it permanently scarred me. You know, one I really like, it's not, it's, it's like, it's Halloweeny or I guess it's freaky, but, uh, it's more Halloween. like feel good almost. Um, yeah. Uh, well, what, what the hell was the Michael J. Fox one? Frighteners. Oh, Frighteners is a classic. Yeah. Yeah. So like. I wouldn't say it was scary, scary, but it was like, I still enjoyed it. I thought you were going to say that Adam Sandler one that came out last year. Oh, I don't think I watched that one. I, yeah, I think it's, it's on Netflix. It's, I think it's probably on my Netflix watch list, but I'm not in any hurry to get to it. Worth it, actually. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I do enjoy, like, I mean, I'll watch every vampire and every zombie movie ever made, basically, but I don't really don't, those aren't necessarily scary. That's like its own entity. Me yeah. scary has to have, like, a serial killer or some kind of, like, spiritual no, thing. I, I don't watch slashers. I prefer the paranormal. I prefer the I prefer the stuff that allows me to control my anxiety for two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like like I'm in control of what's bothering me now. All right, okay. So this one comes from Cody, Big Cody. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? What is this from? I've been seeing this all over the it's place. It's just a meme. It, yeah, it's mostly TikTok. And if it starts on TikTok, it'll creep over towards Instagram. Uh, it's just this idea that men think about the Roman Empire a lot. Like, like never outside of watching. Almost never. Like, like Gladiator was Spartacus Roman Empire time. I can't remember. Yeah, probably. Yes. Like outside of like watching something that is like Roman themed. Um I think there was an HBO show called Rome also, wasn't there? It was like early 2000s. Uh, but like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, Lucy Lawless was in it. I don't know. That, that was that was Spartacus. There was another one. Like, was like, it? Predating that. Predating that by like, like years. Uh, yeah, so never. Yeah, outside of consuming media that's based about it. As soon as that's over, <laughs> nothing. I also like wasn't a big history buff, I guess. So I don't really, outside of what I see in movies, I don't know much about the Roman Empire. So... Now, the, Mon- the Mongolian Empire, I think about a lot. But I think we talked about that already. Yeah, you Genghis Khan fan. <laughs> okay. All right. We beat this one a little bit into the horse. Um, Big Jeff has asked us about the Massonomics Chicken YouTube. We already kind of touched on that. We have no clue what's going on with that. Um, so... Here's one. Uh, Big Jeff wants to know, can an animated movie be included in the discussion of favorite movies for that actor? And this is based on um, when I said Polar Express is a good Tom Hanks movie. He says because Tom Hanks technically wasn't in it, his voice was, he doesn't think it counts as a Tom Hanks movie. Mm-hmm. So if you have to write it, if you, there's no writing the line and I can't say maybe, I, I think I'd have to agree with him. Like it's close, but I think I'd have to agree with him. I'm, I'm, I guess I would like to hear examples of like someone having such an amazing role, but it's just a voice actor. Like that's a different thing. Yeah, like a voice you can be a great like that's a different. I I guess I I have a thing for voice actors. I tend to recognize them and be able to like figure out who they are and where they're from and stuff like that. So voice acting to me is a big deal. 
Um, so yeah, like is cars an Owen Wilson movie is toy story, a Tom Hanks movie. I can see where you're coming from. I'll say no. I say, I agree that I don't think that does count as a Tom Hanks movie. Um, but then of course we're going to say that castaway wasn't a Tom Hanks movie because he might've been in the whole thing, but without looking it up, you don't know his character's name. <laughs> right so then like where does Wilson, that end? wilson's friend yeah, yeah he was he was wilson's co-star <laughs> okay all right next coming up coming up uh so big chris damager wants to know who do you think you are and what gives you the right <laughs> i got nothing for you there on that one buddy where did the lord like is that it, it might like i know that we say we say that internally is it like from something else that we stole because like I, it's it's got to be a tv reference or a cartoon reference or something i i want to say family guy is where i think i can remember it from when he writes life serial and he writes the sarcastic like good for you and delicious and part mm-hmm. of a balanced breakfast. Who do you think you are? I that's, I think that's where I know it from, but I'm not. I'm not going to pretend to have any insight on that one. Uh, Big Jeff wants to know, with the other hosts going on a trip this week, will they eat at Red Robin, Waffle House, or somewhere else? Costco. Yeah, I could, do, I could see him hitting up Costco. I don't think they like Red Robin. I know oh, they... There is no Red Robin. Was it Waffle House the one they... Yeah, yeah, well... I'll take Red Robin over a lot of the stuff they talk about for food. Red <laughs> Robin's get a decent burger for like a, a chain. So, All right. Okay, from Big Chris Damager. FMK. Ooh, I like these. Yeah, these are always uh these are always common. Planks, crunches, and ab wheel. Oh. I, I, I'm going to go first because I did see this one come in and I said I wouldn't look at any of them, but I did see this one come in. Uh, the ab wheel can go to hell. The ab wheel can go straight to hell. Do not pass go and burn. Every time I do the ab wheel, I'm screwed the next day for anything. I can't bench. I can't squat. I can't do anything. So I will say kill ab wheel. I would marry planks because I've been doing those instead of the ab wheel and they're just great. Like you start shaking and everything's all scary for a few seconds, but like, it's fine. Just keep going and then die. But then you're fine the next day. And then I guess that would mean, uh, F plank F crunches crunches. Yeah. Ironically, I think those I'll do a crunch, but I don't love it. Yeah. I think year three, or that—that's the order I was going to go. I think that I did kind of peek at that one, and I was thinking about it a little bit, and I was like, "Yeah, what what you just said." Because the the reason I don't, the, the reason I got to kill ab wheel is like sometimes ab wheels are great, but then other times like it'll hurt the shit out of my forearms and triceps to the point that like I, then I'm jeopardizing my <laughs> my next day or something like that. So whereas like a plank, I'm not going to like I'm not going to hurt myself on a plank, and all I got to do is just drop and I. I actually have a funny story with an ab wheel um i have the one that kind of uh you can only roll so far out and then it almost starts to auto retract a little bit it's like the really popular one it's like 40 bucks on amazon like like a lot of people have it uh but if you have it the wrong direction and you go to go out real quick 
uh, I don't even remember how, how somehow basically like I was basically like in the middle of doing an ab wheel and the whole thing like decided, fuck you, I'm going to reverse now. And it basically like slipped out of my hands, reverse and smacked me in the fucking face. So yeah, fuck ab wheels or well, no kill ab wheels. Yeah. Mary plank. Yeah. And then F crunches. I haven't, I like, I like an invert or a, an incline crunch or an incline setup, I guess, but just. Oh yeah, that's a, I don't do a ton of core. I do core like once a week. I have core programmed once a week, and I probably do it every other week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I don't want abs. I want a strong core because I need it, but I don't want abs. I don't want to do anything that's going to hurt my body. All right. Okay. So Big Nate, our producer, he put in a ton of things. But to the nature of the program, I'm going to go in order. Um, who is one non-crew you wish you could have on the podcast? Mm. It'd have to be someone still in the world. Like, they have to be, like, someone very mass and I'm like, ooh, I'm trying to think. Who's non-crew? Um, I got one. So this is kind of a call out and hopefully she becomes crew soon. But, uh, our good friend, uh, Hannah Grayson's, uh, significant other, um, great Graysonomics, uh, uh, you know, life partner, uh, Hannah, I would really, uh, she, you know, I met her at the, uh, at, you know, lift her lazy classic and she was a former member of, you know, the gym and she seems, you know, pretty friendly. So that would be cool to talk to her sometime. All right. I wish I could remember meeting. I know I did. Um, so obviously Mitch Hoover, because that would have been hilarious. <laughs> um, I went the realistic route. <laughs> I met the guy. I should have brought it up. I genuinely should have brought it up. Because <laughs> when he was like, we'll just pick a day. Like, it's got to be like a Tuesday or a Friday. I was like, done. Like, I could do that. Um, maybe Jen Daminger. Yeah, I think if we were just to have like a let's talk about, I I think okay, I have thought about this before, and it's a thing that I've brought up many times. Having some of the significant others of a like not established but like uh, active crew, mm-hmm. just and like we just submit, we give them a couple topics to talk about, and they're allowed to just like. Obviously, we don't want them to go on there and be like, we hate our husbands or wives or whatever. But like, just go on there and be like, this is what it's like having a husband that's into massonomics. I think that would be really funny. Even for like a shorter, like half hour to 45 minute episode, because I think it could get really stale at some point. But I think that that would be really like, get my wife, your wife, Jen Daminger, maybe Mrs. Scance, um, you know, big Jen's husband, like get those people on. And just like, how is life with people like us? <laughs> like, how do you, what's that like? I think that could be really fun. My wife would be like, he's literally on his phone 24 seven. And every time I ask him what he's doing, he says it's something podcast or massonomics or mm-hmm. turn related. Yep. And I'm like, well, yeah, because it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm not lying. <laughs> Like I'm not exaggerating when I say I spend hours fucking with this shit every week. <laughs> I really yeah. do. I think that could be a really, really fun um 
episode to have. Okay. Oh, these are these are more from Big Nate. Um I I have to ask you this one because I don't um know. Are there any good NFL picks for the weekend? Man, I don't I'm so far no, I have no clue. I don't know what the game's even coming up are. I I have great. Go sports. I don't, do, I don't do fantasy. Yeah, I love. So I, I, I follow my three. Like I follow my 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 college team. I follow my NFL team. Outside of that, I don't like pay attention to the big matchups until it's like playoff season. Like maybe like the last couple of weeks of the season, if there's like a a play in game, basically. Other than that, it's like I don't I don't care about watching two teams. I'm not associated. Like I'd rather play video games or watch a movie than watch teams I don't care about. Like I love football, but I love like my teams playing football, not other people's teams playing football. Roll Tide. Um, for those of you wondering, um, my wife put in a pickleback into the cooler today, and I drank that while you were talking about football. And I assume I'm going to regret that in about half an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite chain restaurant meal? I already have an answer. I want to hear yours. Uh, Longhorn Steakhouse. Uh, New York Strip with French fries and ranch dressing. And as of late, it, it it's always been with a salad, but their salads the last couple of months have been like really bad. Like they're not chopping lettuce up. It's like, it's not like iceberg lettuce. It's like this really like, like just over, it's just a really weird fucking lettuce. So I'm like, I, so I got the, uh, I got a corn on the cob last time there as opposed to the house salad. And like, that's my go-to now. It's like, you know, steak. Sometimes I'll switch up French fries with mashed potatoes. Uh, but I think, yeah, the steak mashed potatoes or fries and corn is going to be my like that's like our our you know we go out to the steakhouse like once a month or give or take so that is my new uh that's my go-to order i did we did um a longhorns when we were down there actually steve was like because steve before the trip to ohio steve was in the states way more often than i am and now that we all have passports i'm just like Go to New York, like just <laughs> like let's just hop the border. It's easy. Um, it's actually it's about an hour and a half drive. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Boston Pizza. And this is only a Canadian thing. Sorry, all the Americans, but they. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, if I'm specifically craving pasta, they have a craving what pasta? Do I say that funny? How do you say it? Pasta. Pasta. You said- you're saying pasta. I, yeah, pasta. P a s t a. Yeah, pasta. Pasta? Nope. No. Ugh. <laughs> that will be. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm gonna get let's called out for that. About that in the Discord. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, like, have, I, have I been saying it wrong for 38 years? No, not. God, no. I say things weird. It makes people laugh all the time. Um, they have a jambalaya, jambalaya fettuccine. Um, but I don't like shrimp, so I always sub out meatballs. So it's just fettuccine, spicy, it's got peppers, onions, hot peppers, and then they stack it full of proteins, which is like sausages, chicken, and and cut up meatballs for me. And that is when I'm like, I haven't had any calories all day. I need all of the calories now. Mm-hmm. And I will go and eat one of those. And it's always like the, the plates are gigantic because it's a pasta place, pasta pasta place. So that would be that one. <laughs> nice. This actually sounds really good. One time on a conference call, um, one of the things I do specifically at my work is I hate redundancies. So I will go out of my way to find easier way to do things. That comes out of A, 
not wanting 16 steps to something I think could be three. Uh, it also removes uh, the ability to fail. And I think that if you're going to, ma- if you were the person above and your job is to help the people below you, you need to remove barriers to their success. So if you have something, there's five steps on it and you're going to make them accountable for all five steps. Okay. You need to really make sure those steps are necessary. Okay. So we were on a call and I was just, it was like 15 other managers. and I'm just chirp, chirp, chirp about this stupid process where it's like, you need to ring out the right code and then type in the comment box and then type in on this box and then type in, and it has to be this exact wording. And I said processes instead of processes. And my friend, Megan, like she's like my best friend. She's another manager from a star a little farther away. She hit the floor. She could not get over the word processes. That sounds so vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the thing where just sometimes I like to say things in like the old Greek way, but it's one of the ones that I forgot I was doing. So I just said it so naturally. I was like, you need to get these processes under control. And she was like, these fucking what? And anyway, so people make fun of me for sometimes mm. it's on purpose. And I think from now on, uh, when you guys make fun of me for it, I'm not going to let you know if I'm doing it on purpose or not. I think I'm going to mm-hmm. keep going and just be like, no, that's how that word is said. You're wrong. You and your Jaegers. Go for it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Also from Nate, the next four are from Nate. He really wanted to give us content. So thank you, Nate. If you could trade places with the other host for a day, what is the first thing you would do? I haven't seen this. I could trade places with who? With, with the other host? Is that what me? I'm, oh, with you. Oh, if I could trade places with you for a day, what would I do? Uh, probably go to uh, Boston Pizza and grab that jambalaya. <laughs> that sounded pretty good. It's, it's a lot of food. Um, that'd be so awkward. Like if it was like it was like a, if it was so say it was like set it up as like a, one of those comedy movies with like trading places or something. Like it, like we just literally woke up in each other's bodies for like you know and you didn't know how long it was gonna take like. I'd be so tippy-toeing around. because There'd be like, so let's just say like you wake up and there's like a genie and the genie's like, you have 24 hours in this body. You can do whatever you want. Like, what would you do? And like, like keep it not fucking weird. Well, yeah, because the weird <laughs> right? thing would be like, well, like, does the partners know? And right? Like, like, would just have to, I'd literally just leave the house because like, obviously, like, you're not allowed to see our... You'd walk out in my body and the first thing Morgan would do is go, he didn't touch my butt. Something's up. Because <laughs> that's what I'd I do to, right? have, every time I see her. I'd have to make sure your kids were looked after because I'm not a I'm, I'm not a child care person. So I'd have to you know make make sure your <laughs> wife or call a babysitter because I wouldn't want your kids to, you know, have anything bad happen to them. But I don't know. That's sort of awkward. It's, it's such a weird question. Like I would use your deadlift bars. Oh, well, yes, I have multiple. That would be Yes, fun. I would go down there and play with all of the deadlift bars. That's that's the easiest answer I've ever had to give. <laughs> just like, just walk past your partner, walk past your friends, put down your phone. I don't want to deal with anybody. I'm Keith for the day. I'm gonna go lift all of those power, those deadlift bars, and see which one I like the best before I buy one. 
I would probably honestly just sit out on your back porch and enjoy because you kind of you said you live in the country and oh, yeah. I, I grew up I grew up in the country but I live like in pretty much city limits now so you know I've got fucking four neighbors within thirty feet of my house so mm. not fun um, yeah I would literally just enjoy peace and quiet and I'm sure you're probably closer to more pretty parks and scenic shit than I am so I would just enjoy nature that I didn't have to travel three hours to get to. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, I'm just asking my wife a quick question. Cause I think there's one I want to put in here and um, it's a bit deep. Ready? What is the most unimportant or uninteresting thing you can remember? It's not about platypus. Dude, I remember so much. Like, I don't know if I can specifically like I remember 90% of my life from the time I was five years old. Like, except school shit. I don't remember anything I learned in school. But like like events and like family functions and like specific things that happened, like look. And it's not like a good thing too to have like that kind of like was it, is it a turtle that has a good memory or I think? It's an I would it's an ident I think it's called eidetic or didactic. Uh, where you just remember every minute detail, it actually does sound absolutely awful. Because I'll like I'll hold grudges for shit that happened thirty years ago that other people have forgot. So it's like that's not a good thing. Like, like I've had a some really pretty much I have some extreme drama with some family members that like I still hold on to some of that shit because like it's fucking I can close my eyes and it happened mm-hmm. yesterday. Whereas they're like. You know, they don't even, they pretend like it didn't fucking happen. I'm like, well, go fuck yourself. So. <laughs> uh, I, I still remember the phone number to my mother's work <laughs> when she, cause my mother actually worked. It's, it's an astounding story. She worked in the same bar for 37 years from the, she was hired the year I was born and she retired when I was 37. And if you know anything about the bar or pub industry, Working in the same bar for any number of years is difficult, but working in any of them for 37 years is uncanny. And it was one of what made that place so special is that when you went in, you knew who you were going to see. My mom worked the days. Carol worked the evenings. Michelle worked the nights. Like you knew who you were going to see. That's what made people love that bar so much. And I still remember the phone number because as a kid, I had to phone her so often. So I just nine five five four five six one two. Like I know that number for no reason. That bar no longer exists. That number is probably disconnected. Like none of that exists. I have not dialed that number in probably a decade because cell phones exist. So I would just text my mom when I need her. So that's one thing I. I've, 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 I do have a good one. I now that I've like you are so. So it's very specific too. So I played high school football, you know, between freshman and senior year. So four years of being on different teams, I could pretty much name you the roster, what number they played and like the starting depth chart of pretty much all four seasons of my high school football career of like the varsity football team and my freshman football team. Like I (laughs) like to, to the point now that like, I see a number, like any like number, like one to 99. And if like, I will more often than not associate that with like, if it was like one of like my, like, you know, core friends or something, I'll, I'll bet that was, that was a what's his face, this football number. And like, just randomly, like, like it's really weird, but like, 
those are that's still instilled in my head of like what the uh you know the class above me what all those guys numbers were what our numbers were when 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 the seniors graduated and the sophomores came up and then they took their numbers to some extent and like it's weird it's a weird thing to remember almost four individual teams like depth charts because i can tell you who played what position you know like yeah it's yeah like off the top like i, I could literally see, if i can give me a couple hours i could write down like I'm probably I could probably <laughs> generate like with like 75% accuracy like all that information. So, that is a very random thing that is un- unnecessary. Yeah, that sounds absolutely boring. So that's a good answer to that question. Mm-hmm. Uh there's two more from Nate and I'm not positive we're even going to answer them properly. I think you just did. If you could only have one spreadsheet, you can only have one what would you track in it? My my gym one, like I've got that yeah, for sure. It makes perfect sense. Even that, yeah. Like I, I've got, I've got. The, that's the one that's the longest and has the most detail. Granted, like that spreadsheet has like four different tabs. So if I can get away with having the multiple tabs, that's fine. But if I had to compile it all into one, I could just copy and paste everything, and it would just be different segments of the same spreadsheet. But yeah, I, I it has literally my entire inventory of my gym and. That would suck to lose and have to recreate somewhere else. Uh, I would I would track the spreadsheets I don't track. It would be an entire spreadsheet of things I wish I could track. There's a lot of stuff, dude. Spreadsheets are awesome. I have like I literally have 20 spreadsheets that I use, and some of them I might only open once a year, but I hate them. I got a guy at my work that does them for us, and they're so handy and they're so helpful. But if he didn't do them, I'd probably never look at them. But, all right. So Nate asked, this is a shock coming from technically a guy, your favorite sex position. I'm not answering that. I'm not answering that. My favorite sex Uh, position is yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, we're moving on from Nate's silly question. I know, Mr. Right? Mr. Religious, religious <laughs> family guy comes out with like some sexual zingers. I, yeah, I'm I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. Um, so um, a big hot Scott Dodds. By the way, I don't know if you guys remember his episode, but that's what his wife calls him, and I thought that was hilarious. He wants you, to know. You. Go ahead. Yep. You did. You did drop that name the other day, and I don't think like anyone. <laughs> I, I'm very curious if anyone got it because like it took me a second, and I'm like immersed more than anyone else could be, other than me, you and Nate. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, Scott, um, Scott Dodzilla wants to know, besides SBD, what's your favorite lift? He says his is log press. Hmm. I'd have to pop. That's that's tough. I guess. So I mean. I'm actually going to look at a spreadsheet to piss you off just to see. Like, it's not going to bother me. I'll answer while you do that. Uh, it's my Den- It would be my Denny Stones. It would be my replica Denny Stones. I don't do them very often because I tend to overdo it. And then the next day I'm beat up when I try and go work out. So maybe it's something I do. Like if I'm doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe I just add them in on a Friday and replace them with regular deads. And that way I'm beat up over the weekend. Um, but I love my Denny stone lifts and also just like lifting just heavy shit just to see if you can lift it. I, I think that that's one of the funniest things 
is like rocks that you see on the road. Um, I think I told the story. I was at the manager's meeting and some guy was like, this is really heavy. And I was like, no, it isn't. And I walked up and picked it up just to see if I could. And he's like, that's insane. Like that's not normal behavior. I think that stuff's fun as hell. Just like those abnormal, like this chair is really heavy. Well, let me see if I could do it. Like that's, that's my favorite, but like traditional, I think would be the Denny stones. I I love my Denny stone replicas. It's a really hard question for me because I love now I'm going to put parameters on this. I'm assuming any variation of squat bench and deadlift is included in SVD. Yeah. You can't because like, not, I, yeah, you can't be like, Oh, I love my SSB. Like, come on. No, no, no. Like, like, so like board, board pressing and stuff like that. Like that's still, that's a just bench, benching, so. yeah, that's just then it's gotta be then really, I guess overhead press, but only, I really, I don't like overhead pressing. So I'm going to go hamstring. Cr- ah, no. Mm, quad extensions <laughs> i guess quad like i don't i don't do a lot of like i don't i swap engine deadlift i don't do fuck around and do other like odd lifts oh like, you got my, it. my friends always like to play with the the like like i have other things i could do like i have all those blobs and stuff so like for the grip training but like i don't i don't really enjoy that i bought those for like my friends so i don't know i'm i'm gonna say not applicable because there is nothing other than squat bench and deadlift I'm I'm really interested in log press and my 10 years with my company is coming up and they're going to send me some sort of gift card. And the first thing I'm doing is looking at a log press. Like that's probably if I can apply that gift card to that, that's what I'm going to buy. Even if I have to do it outside, uh, it's either that or I'm going to buy some farmer's carries because, you know, all right. Good question, Scott. Yeah, buddy. Uh, From big Jake, not Jake state farm, other Jake, Jake Hayde. Heed? Hyde? He, Hyde, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean, yeah. He's <laughs> super, super Sorry, fucking Jake. jacked, dude. Yeah, big dude. Let me know if I said your name wrong. He says, what is something beloved by the crew that Joey hates so we can rag on him? And I think he's talking about how everybody's been ragging on you about Will Ferrell. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't, that's a good I, one. Well, like, I don't know, because I don't know what all of you love. I I, I I hate a lot of stuff. I hate a lot of shit. There's gotta be something that's come up in your general life where people have been like, you really don't like that? Like, like if you share your opinion at work and someone's like, wait, there's no way you don't love this. Like that hasn't come up. No, not really. Um, and that's interesting is I just, I just hate a lot of shit, but it's all the, like, I don't like superficial things. I don't like, uh, like I don't like vapid anything. Uh, I can't. I don't want to get political, but I'm sure I'd piss off a ton of people if I started talking politics. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't. I don't know, Jake. I'm sure there's something. Um. That is a good question, though. It is. It's probably music. I'm intrigued. There's probably a band out there that I absolutely hate. Oh, I, I got one. You don't like uh, Big Bang Theory or Friends. <laughs> I I do not. I don't find them. Nope. That's there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people that probably like maybe not so much friends, but I guarantee there's like thirty to forty percent of the crew like Big Bang Theory, and then the yeah. rest have never even heard of Friends because they're too fucking young. Those people are wrong. Um, ACDC's one that maybe like, but the problem is like I enjoy listening to ACDC, but I'm always gonna laugh my ass off whenever he starts singing. Like the first like two notes of his voice is gonna kill me every time. Oh, I hate Kiss. Maybe that one will bother some people. 
I don't, I don't love kiss. I, I once said, somebody asked me for oh, some words of motivation. And I said, if kiss can become billionaires and suck, you can get over whatever you're going through right now. So maybe, maybe that one, I don't know. I'm just trying too hard to be controversial right now. I got nothing for you guys, but I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll come up. I think the the coolest thing about Kiss was the late '90s movie Detroit Rock City, filmed in my city. Oh, nice! Yeah, the, the where they there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit filmed in Canada that's like been like portrayed to be like Chicago or something. Mostly my city. Yeah, Hamilton has really cheap, cool. easy access. Um, we give them pretty much like give us five bucks and you can like close down an entire like city block. It's easy. Like we do that so that they come here. Uh, okay. From, uh, I wish I knew who this was. Big Mills. Do we know, do we know Mills' first name? Is it 85? Yep. David Mills, 85? Yeah, David. That's, that's one of the Davids. One of the Davids. Uh, Orange Glaze Obsidian Collaboration. So for those of you who don't know, Obsidian Ammonia is um, one of our sponsors. We did recently get a referral from them, which is kind of cool. Just trying to figure out you know, how that actually works through the, the system that we have in place. Um, so yeah, orange glaze with obsidian collab. Like what would that smell like? Yeah. Cause it would it be like orange creamsicle or like citrusy orange. Cause those are like two different. You'd have to go creamsicle. Cause you'd like, it would honestly, if you went just orange, it would be like somebody pissed on an orange. Like it would be yeah. overwhelmingly awful. <laughs> yeah. So like an orange creamsicle, that would be, but I don't know if I could get like, cause that's like, it's like an enjoyable flavor. I don't think I could like, I wouldn't get amped up to that. I would want to go like, just relax and like fucking eat it, eat it cracker barrel. Cause it's like where I like, that was like the only place I remember like growing up <laughs> that would like serve like an orange cream soda. So like, I don't know. I don't know that that would be a great collab. I don't but, think so. Uh, I now I've been bothering Travis for a, a Jägermeister collab so that I could have like black, a Jägermeister. Now it's caught cloves and shit, but we'll see. Something's coming eventually. Uh, that mofo guy wants to know what the fuck is that picture, which would be this that I'm assuming he's talking about the picture from hereditary. I thought it was a beardless you at first, but I kind of zoomed in. And I was like, <laughs> no, it's not him. Okay. So it's not like they're listening to this podcast. I'm going to tell you why I had that picture in my phone. And this is, I'm assuming anybody that's actually still listening is so invested in this podcast. So me, you and the five people still listening. Um, I was at, um, the pub the other night because I forget what reason I think it's like, don't come home. The kids aren't asleep and you'll rile them up. So go out and eat. And, um, I ended up texting my wife. I said, like, there's a couple in the corner that looks like they're either looking for a third or their next victim. And she's like, what the fuck does that mean? So I sent her that picture. I said, looking like that guy from Hereditary hiding in the closet with that smile on his face. And that's why I had that in my phone. Um, You know what? It is one of those things where I'm, I've said it before. Chirping is like my second language and I have to hold it in. I can be very, very mean when I need to be. I choose not to be, but I assure you the shit talk is real in my head almost all the time. It's not worth it like 97% of the time, though, especially if it's with like family, friends, like it's it's people you have to have reoccurring uh, fucking events with. Like, there's no point. 
Yeah. Like, just be the bigger person and just like, for the most part, ever. Just don't say anything. Every now and then you gotta have to go fuck themselves, but like 90% of the time, it's not worth the fucking fallout. Yeah. Unless somebody goes, yeah, what were you thinking? And then I'll just be like, well, fuck, here we go. And like, you just start just chirping hard. All right. Two left. Uh, one doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I'll see what I got. I'll go with that one first. So this one's from the Big Mac. Dream blunt rotation of sister podcast guests, and you can only pick three. So what I'm assuming... I don't That's going to be a... Gonna be a typo. I don't. No, 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 no. So remember the um that that seventy show? Oh, um, like they just sat around the table. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what was the? Now that I got that in my head, okay. So so like wanna, you're so, sitting at a table hang out with, with? like yeah, <laughs> through dream shot rotation, dream cigar uh, like yeah. table. Like who are the three people you would love to sit around the table with? Um. Uh, hmm. Basement Brandon, Gluck, and Coop, and we all make fun of Coop. <laughs> Poor Coop. What did he ever do to you? He sold out and didn't tell anyone and just lied about it. He's a fucking cuck. Yeah. Ultimately, it doesn't really affect anybody but himself. That is one hill I will die on, though. I still will, like, never. Is it selling out or buying in? Big Jeff, let us know. Uh, <laughs> um,. Oh, shit, now I want to change my answer earlier to the one non-crew you could have on the show. Arnie. Um, dream blunt rotation of sister podcast guests. Uh, who's been on this? Yeah, that would have been a good one to like have an advance notice, because like, I'm sure I could come up with a better answer that was like profound. and like Just scroll, scroll back and look. Um, Mouser was tons of fun. Yeah. Grant. Grant from the strength go, he's a shit ton of funny. I find him so funny. Every time I see him, he says shit that kills me. Um, Jess. But I would just like to have, like, there's eventually I'm going to meet Jess. Like, our paths have yeah. crossed. She was in, so that gym I went to for the deadlift challenge mm-hmm. this weekend, she was there earlier in the week and just didn't tell anybody she was there with omar like eventually i'm gonna cross paths with jess uh i don't know i don't i don't have an answer beyond those let's go with those three there you go that's because a really like, good question though yeah like, i'd want to i'd, I'd want to like take an hour to like look through the back catalog because like yeah. there's been so many good episodes but it's like I don't know. It, it, you need more parameters. He's like, I don't, I haven't fucking smoked weed in 25 years. And like, I don't have any desire to ever do that again. So like that whole like concept is throwing me kind of, it's kind of like, it's like, I, it's like I have no interest in that. <laughs> sitting at the table, dream blackjack table, like yeah. three people you're sitting with. Uh, like I've already sat around and had beers with Dan and Huck Finn and, and all yeah. those guys. Like we've already done that. So all I right. don't want to make any. I don't want to make any of the old guests when they listen to this podcast feel left out. So I'm just gonna, you know, you know, out of the the hundreds of old podcast guests, I don't want to make any of them feel neglected. So yeah, I'll, I'll you're just, gonna uh, you're gonna ride the line. Yeah, I guess. All right. The last one comes from our resident uh, foot expert, uh, the Mofo guy, uh, and he wants to know: there hasn't been any pet talk, cats versus dogs. And why do dogs win? 
false cats all day, buddy. And that's just my opinion. But we are we are potentially going to be getting a cat soon, so that'll be a future like general topic that I'll be talking about. Like uh, everyone everyone that knows me knows we lost our cat about nine months ago, uh, and it's been like completely gut wrenching, hard year. So we'll uh, you know stay tuned for my wife had just spent several hundred dollars buying new cat stuff, and we're looking at kittens this weekend. So <laughs> there'll probably be some cats coming home real soon. Hell yeah! Um, I had a cat for. When I moved out on my own, I moved out with uh, my partner at the time and um, my mom. My mom's come up a lot. I'll let her know. She knew somebody who had a cat that he couldn't take care of anymore. Um, and the place I was living with had mice. So she was like, good deal. I was like, yeah, good deal. So this cat ended up moving in with us named Conchita. And she took to us immediately like there was no like hiding there was no fighting she ate within seconds like she was just comfortable with us i had that cat i think she was six or seven when i got her and i finally ended up having to put her down at 18 or 19 nice um she stayed with me she did not go with my partner at the time for that entire time there are i've posted pictures of her she was cuddly. She was just the best cat I think I could have ever asked for. When I had to put her down, I knew she was sick. And the doctor said, like, we can do surgery. She's like, I think she was 18 at this time. Like, she had to have been close to 18 or 19. Because, like, I don't know how old she was when we got her. So we just, like, assume mm-hmm. she was seven. Because I think she was a rescue from some flood. I think the New Orleans flood. And eventually when I had to put her down, like I knew she was sick and I just said like, no, just let her be a cat. We're not going to drug her. We're not going to like, let her be a cat. And she will tell me when she's ready. And sure enough, I came home from work one day and I won't get into detail, but that's when I said, I don't want to cry. (laughs) Yeah. I just said, I ended up my current wife. Now she had moved in with me at the time. So she was living with me and Gajita. And I phoned her and I said, we're going to the emergency vet. Something ain't right. And the emergency vet was just like, it's time. You've got to make the call. And yeah, so that was the day. And I will tell you right now, living in the country, having a cat would be fantastic out here. Having a cat that we keep in the house would help us with the mousing, help us with the spiders, help us with everything. I do not want another cat. Because that you cat... You said mousing. I don't think mousing is a word, but... Whatever is mousing? Is mousing a word? Sure it is. Let us let us know, crew. Um, but yeah, so I just don't want another cat because it will never be her. And her yeah. parents have cats, and I love those cats, and I'll cuddle with those cats and play with those cats. The neighbor has a dog. I'd love that my neighbor has a dog because I don't want a dog, but I have access to a dog that I can play with and tug of war with and all that. But I uh, want nothing to do with another cat because I don't want to go through it again. Mm-hmm. so right. kudos right. to you because i know you guys are going to do that and that's that's amazing but like out here man foxes coyotes owls vultures hawks anything could take out a baby sometimes i got to watch the kids with the size of the vultures we have out mm-hmm. here where i'm just like i'll just hover over you for a few seconds so i just don't either way sorry aaron cats win i don't blame you on that um i already told my wife that 
I have no intention of loving our next cat or the cat after that as much as I love Gus because he was a, you know, who we had him for a decade. He was our only child, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like we can't, we, we do not want kids and we cannot have kids for medical reasons. So it's not a thing. Um, pets are going to be our only, you know, companionship the rest of our lives other than ourselves, uh, you know, each other. So yeah, um, that was the hardest thing we ever did in like my adult life. I feel like losing him. Uh, so I've already kind of like, I don't know that I'll let my heart open up as much as I did with him. So if I, you know, I'm sure I will, who knows, but like going into it you kind will. of like per- protecting myself a little bit, or at least, you know, trying to, yeah, we'll see, but you will. I, I, because I, 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 yeah. what's going to end up happening is you're going to try and protect yourself and you're going to see how it affects them. When you put that wall up, the cat's going to go, well, this guy wants nothing to do with me. And then you're going to go, well, now I'm a jerk to that cat. And then you'll, you'll be, you'll be fine, man. You'll be fine. Getting hitting us with the deep ones. So we have this game. We like to play every episode called Unpaid yeah. or underrated. <laughs> and ironically, we really are getting into that segment now. It is a perfect. Yeah. Story. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh that did actually work perfectly. Um, so this week, because obviously we don't have a guest, I'm going to go with three and you're going to go with three. We'll just ask each other. Yep. And I do understand that um, you reached out to Mauav and I actually ended up <laughs> reaching out to yours. Yeah. Um, so big, big thank you to uh, Morgan and Stephanie for contributing probably most of these. Yeah. Yeah. I threw some out to the Instagram crew. So I have one from uh, them as well. Um, but unfortunately, the one that they gave me that I was like, that's really good. We've already covered in the episode, so I won't be able mm-hmm. to use Big Damager's suggestion. All right. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I'll go. Um, so, it, Big Joey, you're, you're familiar with our game, Unpaid and Underrated and uh, all that stuff. So we'll just dive right into it. So let's dive right in. I have got one for you. I'm not sure if it's the plural or the singular, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. Lobsters. I don't know if it's lobster or lobsters, but I guess same thing. I'm assuming you got that one from my wife. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate lobster. Um, <laughs> so first of all, they're bugs. They're just bugs. They're just big bugs. If you step on a cockroach, if you boiled a cockroach and ate it, you'd be eating a lobster. It's the same shit. They're arthropods. They eat trash at the bottom of the ocean. And but for some reason, culturally, we've decided they are the most. It's the fanciest. It's the height. It's the height of all things fancy, and they're disgusting. We we flew all the way to Halifax, and I'll tell you, I made it a point that I was gonna have lobster in Halifax, and I don't care what anybody says. I took two bites and gagged, and threw Mm -hmm. out a thirty dollar lobster because I was like, "This is stupid. Why did I ever think I would enjoy this?" So majorly unpaid lobster is trash. I can, uh, I can see where you're coming from. I didn't love lobster, <laughs> I guess, um, growing like necessarily growing up, but like the couple of times I had it, I was like, unless it's drenched in butter, it's not great. But I would say about 10 but years ago, my wife just and eat I went butter. to, uh, just eat yeah, butter than we, <laughs> yeah, we went to, uh, was it Maine, um, Cape Cod area. And I got a lobster roll, like pretty much 
twice a day for like three days straight because it's the best thing ever. It's basically it's like it's like a lobster salad, like 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 ham yeah, salad. But uh, at, at that point, though, it's that, like a, a, a it, meat salad on a bun. It could it literally so be any meat. It's True, just this idea it where it's just like you're gonna go get this lobster and they're gonna boil it alive and you're gonna eat it and it's gonna taste great and it's the height of all culture, blah blah blah. And it's just like, no, these are bugs, man, and they're disgusting. <laughs> so anyway, unpaid. Okay. There you go, Jake. There's your answer. <laughs> I'll, I'll switch up my order and jump to my last one since you already mentioned uh, bugs. Okay, so unpaid or underrated catching house flies barehanded. No, she would put that out there. Um, <laughs> I am um, an expert housefly hunter. It is uncanny how fast I can grab a housefly out of the air. The other day in the washroom, there was a housefly bothering me, and I was stepping out of the shower, and I snapped my underwear and killed that fly. <laughs> It took me two tries, but I killed that fly with the elastic of my underwear. I am, for some reason, the fly terminator. So I'm going to say underrated because it's such a stupid skill. It's such a stupid <laughs> fucking skill to have. But like, I'll just be sitting there and like, like just drinking a coffee, and then I will just reach out and have a fly in my hand. And like, I'm not going to squish it in my hand, so I'll take it and put it outside. Yeah. And if I have to squish it with my hands, I will. But usually I don't like to do that because it's that's gross. But I can just like these flies, they just see me and they go, yeah, that guy's good. And then I just catch them and take them outside. Was, this is a good question, honey. <laughs> what the heck? I had a I had a follow up. There's just oh, OK. So my, my follow up to that would be how many, if any, flies waters are in your house for everyone, for anyone else to use? Or are you so efficient at it that you guys just don't own flies waters? We cannot get efficient enough at it. I have fly tape. I have three fly swatters. Um, we live across from a turkey farm. Okay. So flies are abundant on hot, windless days. Um, again, like my house is also just covered in fly guts because just smack, smack, smack with the, the fly swatter. Well, that all sounds very unpaid. <laughs> it's very disgusting. But being able to just like... There's a fly over there, and then I like I'm almost at a point where I wonder if like I could like kill them with toothpicks because I'm so efficient at killing them that I could just like stab one out of the air. Right, last one from essentially Big Morgan. I'm gonna I'm hoping pronounce this right. Valhalla Java. Mm. Okay, um, underrated. So Valhalla Java is from Deathwish Coffee. And it is Zach Wilde's collaboration with Deathwish Coffee. Okay. And I used to drink Tim Horton's coffee every day. It was just part of my habit. And then I can't believe I can't remember if she bought me one or if I bought myself one, but it was the first coffee I ever brewed at home that made me think, I only want to drink this coffee. It was so good. So good. Uh, and now it's impossible to get. They're like a hundred dollars a bag to get them up here in Canada. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, but they're not produced anymore. Uh, I don't know if they're not produced, but they're just not shipping to Canada. So now I have a collabor. I have a, an affiliate code for twenty five percent off with a company out of um, Quebec, which is Caffeine and Barbells, and they do a very Quebec? similar, um, which is 
a dark roast with extra caffeine. So not your standard 80, but I think it has 120 per cup. So I, it's what I drink now, but ultimately every time I cross the border, I go desperately looking for Valhalla Java. It was so good. So good. Good. That's uh, I want to say you passed uh, unpaid and underrated big joy. All right. So now I get to ask you three, but I have a twist on one of them. Oh, um, well, essentially I'm going to give you two things and you have to just like, I have three unpaid or underrated. And then in one of them, I'm going to give you two things related and you have to tell me if one, which one is unpaid or underrated. Gotcha. So, um, unpaid or underrated signaling a lane change. Oh God, I fucking hate, if any of you fuckers listening to this, do not use your turn signal, just fucking drive off a fucking cliff. You are the most fucking obnoxious, selfish pieces of shit in the world, and I hope you fucking crash and die. I can't fucking stand you. I will honk my fucking horn at you and just flip you off for, well, not in my, not in my work truck, but I definitely <laughs> honk. I, at any vehicle I'm driving where someone... They could be like three car lengths in front of me. And if they just like change lanes without fucking using a turn signal, if it affects me or not, like just fucking honk my horn for like 10 seconds just to fuck with them. God, it pisses me off so much. So, so much. And it's, it's a fucking, it's clearly it's a safety thing, but I take it an extra level of like, you're just being a selfish piece of shit because you're so fucking lazy that you can't do this. It's the fucking law. It's the right thing to do. It's the safe thing to do. Like I assume at least hundreds of people die every year by some asshole not using their turn signal and just kind of cutting someone off and just getting rear-ended or whatever. Like, just fuck you. Use your turn signal. God. That was a good one. Signal your intent, right? Like, yeah. Like just that that makes perfect sense. Um, maybe actually you'll appreciate this story. Um, so when I drive to work, there's an on-ramp that I have to take. And for some weird reason, the city has made it so that there's a two lanes onto the on-ramp and then the one lane ends like in the middle of the op it was an on-ramp when you're getting on the highway or off the highway you know whatever on the ramp on-ramp on and then i don't know okay. yeah no that, so that sounds really stupid though because it's just gonna they're just gonna merge together and people are yeah. gonna both lanes are gonna think they have the right of way and when it's, so yeah, i'm at where the not good. i'm in the lane that's continuing and the lane that ends is to my right and a guy comes out of the line behind the car behind me goes past me and jams himself in between me and the car in front of me. Like there was no other, I wasn't going to let him, but safely, like I couldn't crash yeah. into him. Yeah, And it was like, dude, like that is the dickest move you can do when you're driving. Like now we all have to wait so you can be two cars ahead. So I made it a point. As soon as we got onto the highway, I passed this fucker and I stayed in front of him the entire time. He ended up six cars behind me. And it was the most rewarding thing. I think it was, that was more, (laughs) not more rewarding, but as rewarding as uh, the guy that passed me on my street. Um, I live on a country road. Obviously I've said that like three times this episode. Um, and people just like to speed because they think nobody lives here. I don't live here. There's no cops. I do what I want. And I was doing the limit because I live here and that's safe. And this guy gets all mad and he honks and he drives around me and he passes me, you know, crosses the, the, the full yellow line crosses, 
to get ahead of me directly into the speed trap, directly into the radar. And my, my, no, <laughs> Morgan goes, don't you dare. And I was like, what? She's like, you're going to slow down and point and laugh at him, aren't you? And I was like, <laughs> actually, I was. I actually was going to do that. And she's like, don't. He's going to pass our car. He's going to know where we live. <laughs> like, But like, good. Fuck him. I hate. I Other drivers are the worst humans in the world. Mm-hmm. I, I think I got I think I got passed like three times. Like, so like majority of my driving at work is like on a highway when I'll go like, you know, I'll go five to seven over typically. Um, when I'm on back roads, I mean, not backwards, but I'm on like a single lane road, like 55, like I'll go 57, 58, 59 max. Mm-hmm. And I get like people fucking pass. I had like I had a fucking U-Haul pass me. He had to be going like 70 and a 55. I was like, I'm, I'm not fucking, <laughs> like, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of windy turns and shit. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm much, I'm much more prone to go close to the speed limit when it's not a straight fucking road. So people live here, man. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you gave me unpaid or underrated on that. Uh, it, it is the most fucking un. Well, well, well how was it posed? I mean, signaling not- a lane change. Oh, then underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, unpaid or underrated label makers. <laughs> Very underrated. Label makers are amazing. I have <laughs> so much stuff labeled in my house and in my life, and I think it all started years ago when I wanted to start labeling my because I would work. You know, I did uh, property maintenance, and I worked with like a couple other guys and. I brought my own tools in a lot of the time and they didn't have a fucking clue what was mine or the company. So I like obnoxiously like label makered like every tool I owned. Cause, cause I, I, I initially started using a Sharpie, but then the Sharpie would wear off. Whereas like the label maker label would last a little longer and it was easier to reprint one if it did come off. Uh, at, at one point I don't have it anymore cause it ended up dying, but yeah. I even labeled, I put a label, I put my name on my label maker because I took it to work a few times and like people just thought it was theirs. So I was like, no, fuck, <laughs> this is fine. So I, I, I had a label, I had a labeled. You labeled your label maker. Absolutely did. Yes. Uh, and it comes in handy now too. The the main thing I use it for nowadays is, you know, I've talked about it a few times. I have, I literally have, I think I counted, it was well over 200 pictures in my basement gym, like on like, that I've, that I've, printed off at like CVS and actually like put in magnetic sleeves and put on all the metal surfaces in the gym. And I've been like trying to print off the date of when the picture was taken. Like sometimes I'll do the the exact date. Other times I'll just put like 2018, 2020, 2023, just so it's like got like a a historical marker on the picture itself. So yeah, label maker is extremely underrated. Hell yeah. Okay. Last one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to give you two things and you have to tell me which of these is unpaid and which one is underrated. Okay. So one has to be one and one has to be the other. I, yep. I have to, you know, that's going to be tough. Fake orange flavor or real orange flavor. I honestly, I'll go with fake orange flavor being underrated and real orange flavor being you know, unpaid. Yeah, I like I like I like artificial orange. Probably like five percent more than orange orange. That's fair. That's fair. Why? Like, give me an example of a product that is like that tastes better than sticking an orange in my mouth. Pretty much any orange popsicle, like either an icy or just like like orange orange Gatorade, orange. Uh, Orange Mio now as of as of recent, like it's a consistent orange. Whereas like 
I don't know. There's nothing worse than like just like a, a sour orange, or like a an orange that should be perfectly ripe, and then it's like it's just not. And then like oranges are, I, I guess that would be part of it. The fruit orange is so inconsistent, and then once mm-hmm. it actually dealt, you have like a you have like a bag of them, and once you finally get to one that's perfect, the next one's fucking rotten, and the one after that's still not ripe, and it's just yeah. like the inconsistency of fresh oranges. And then oranges are like, you know, oranges are good, but then it's like, do you consider like tangerines and clementines and there's a, whatever the other one is like are all those in the orange family because like all those have their own distinct flavors that like vary in enjoyment so whereas an orange popsicle is just always going to taste like an orange popsicle i think you're going to need the the spreadsheet for that one <laughs> that was a good she picked fucking good ones like i had a, i had a solid valid immediate answer to all of them there was no Writing the line, I had a. <laughs> uh, so interestingly, um, two of those were your wife, and one of those was mine. Oh, nice. Which one? Oh, well, I mean, is it? Well, yeah, yours had to be the orange then, because yeah. you know, she specifically would have gone the turn signal and label maker. Yeah, the turn signal. She she gets mad at me too. Like she does. She, re- she refuses to honk her <laughs> horn to anyone in traffic because she's like afraid to like someone will just like follow her and murder her. I think. Whereas, so, like if I'm in her car. Or like driving, like she'll flip out if I like try to honk honk at someone. Yeah, uh, it's a genuine, it's a genuine thing you got to worry about. It's not a thing I worry about, but like I'm not a lady. True, people are less inclined to bother someone like me. Um, there was one I wanted to to touch on, but I think it's about. Uh, I think we'll add that to next week's. Sure. So, yeah, we we'll just throw it in general topics for next week, probably. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's this bear. There's this guy that programs teddy bears with artificial intelligence. And it asks, he has them ask three questions to learn about their host. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was, you mentioned it earlier where you said you would go look outside at my, if you were me for a day. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions were, if you knew you had an hour to live and you can't call your loved ones, you can't go to them. What would you do? And it was funny that both me and my wife said, I'd go watch the sky. And the idea that he asks that question, I think he said that, that it was like, it tells you what you wish you could do more of, what you think yeah. you're missing out on. And I think that that's, might be a good question maybe for next week or for, for some of our guests. Yeah, I like that. Like, I'm a, I have two, I have a few things that come to mind, but yeah, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, they're all out, out outdoorsy in nature. I yeah. think. Yeah, because like obviously the first thing I would do is go see my kids and wife, but you can't. Yeah. Th- that's off the yeah. table. Well, I would I would go and watch the sky for an hour until I died. I think the other one was if you could, if you could live. Okay, this will be the last one, and then we'll we'll do our outro here. Because I I answered this one to my wife, and it made her really emotional. If you could travel to any day in the past or future, what day would you go to and why? Man, I've been a lot. I've actually like had a lot of time travel topics, like different podcasts I listen to. Have been talking about. That. I hate I hate time travel shit. But think about this not as time travel. If you could live that one day, what day would you live? Now, is it like in your in, in your own life, like or just relive one day of your life, or just like I could go like 
watch something in like the sixties or some shit. Like, like, I don't know. Not a, I don't know. I don't have like the happiest day of my life. <laughs> like, like it was just like, everyone's like, Oh, the day I got married. I was like, Oh, it was a stressful fucking day. I don't want to live that again. <laughs> the weddings are the worst. All right. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's a, uh, that's maybe a t- TBD. Okay. Well, we can say that. I said, um, I would go to the day after I die so that I know Eek. everybody's okay. That's all I would want to know is that my kids are okay. My wife is okay. And I left the world a place that, you know, like doesn't need me anymore. And yeah, she was like, you're so fucking deep in the stupidest ways. So I think that's, that's a good question that like, that's the kind of stuff I might start putting out there. That'd be, that'd be hard to see. Like, I don't know. Like I, no, I'm fine not to it. get religious. I don't not not to get to religious, but like I don't like everyone's got their own opinion of the afterlife and like what mine is. I don't know. I don't get into religion. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. But uh, I just want to know that my like, kids are okay. That if no, like for sure when I'm not here, are they panicking because like they're not ready? Is their life now harder without me, or did I do a good enough job to get them ready? Is essentially all I'd want to know. <laughs> But what if what you saw didn't make you happy and then you were just ex- ex- stopped existing? Like that would be horrible. Yeah, but then I get to go back to now and work to fix it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I thought this was just I got you. Didn't you there say is... you liked click? You said you liked click. There's well, there's so many parameters. <laughs> I guess I didn't I needed I needed more parameters off the <laughs> you know. I thought it was just more like basically like you're gonna oh, I you know what it was? I think I got I was getting the last one about like basically you have an hour to live in this one. Oh kind of yeah, okay. So yeah. I thought it was more like you have an hour to live and you're gonna travel somewhere for a day and then but then you die. So I'm like, yeah. okay, that's got me all nah, different questions. But that's <sighs> all right. Well, Very I think deep. I think we finally come in under two hours on this one. That's the first one. This is the first under two hours in like a month. <laughs> um, I'm Big Joey. If you're listening to this, you're probably already following me. Uh, just remember to follow the podcast page, answer the questions, pay attention to the polls. Big Keith really wants you to pay attention to the polls. He loves his polls. <laughs> um, Big Matt was supposed to be on this week. Um, you know, he's actually the guest that bailed on us again. So sorry, man, but like maybe next week. Keith, where can they find you? Uh, Big Keith, Keith Honey got 73. Go follow my orange gym at the No Wine Cellar. Um, be sure to go ahead and follow Nate, too. If you guys aren't following Nate, just type in Nate, and it's probably going to show up because he's friends with like 100 of us out there. So make sure that's something I wanted to start. We should probably add his actual handle to the to the, uh, the notes and we can start calling him out specifically. But uh, go follow our, uh, our, 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 our Technically a Guy. And don't forget to follow The Orange Glaze. Yes. The, and use our code unpaid at obsidianammoniahypedust.com. And if you happen to get some of that tobacco stuff, let me know how that smells. I keep seeing it and keep thinking I'm going to buy it, but I don't need marmonia. I don't need marmonia. All right, everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye, bye.